2: Welcome to part two of the Weekend Mailbag. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And I am joined, as always, by the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And, of course, above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. And this week, our special guest, the Twitter legend, Paulie Brzez. So, without any further ado, let's jump right back into the mailbag with the Jet Ranger, who asks, between Tremaine Johnson and Daryl Roberts, Who do you think has a better chance of stepping up and being a solid cornerback for the Jets this season? I would say Tremaine Johnson just because I've never seen Daryl Roberts be any good, whereas Tremaine Johnson has been good in the past. He also played with Greg Williams before, and Greg Williams seemed to get the most out of him. I don't think that he's ever going to be the guy that he was with the Rams, and I do think that he was a little overrated with the Rams, but he was pretty solid. I don't know that he's ever going to be that guy again, but if you're asking me which one I think has a better chance to be a solid corner for the Jets this year, I'm going to have to go with Tremaine Johnson.
3: (sighs) Oof. (sighs) Oof. I don't like this question. This is a bad question. (laughs) This is a bad question with only bad answers. (laughs) Uh, No. uh, Oof. I'm going to go with Daryl Roberts, uh, and I'm going to go with it because I I don't think he will necessarily be great or good or even, but I don't think he will be as bad as Jermaine Johnson has the possibility to be. And I'm also going to just come clean and say that my answer has a large part to do with me watching Robbie Anderson just absolutely cook Jermaine Johnson all practice long. Uh, So uh, my view is a little skewed and changed it by that because it it was bad. Yeah, I
4: I just think what I saw from Tremaine last year and what we're hearing early, I know it's just OTAs. It's, It's so concerning. It is so concerning. But you're hoping Greg Williams can get to him and make him better. But I think that we've seen Roberts when he's gotten extended time, he has played well. Now, there's been some times where he's had some lapses. But Daryl Roberts is a solid corner in the NFL. I'm nervous about him being a starter for the Jets, but I do think that Daryl Roberts is going to have a better season than Tremaine Johnson. And and with Tremaine Johnson's contract, it just is going to look awful week after week. But I hope he proves this wrong, because if Tremaine Johnson can get, can get back to form, especially the form he's had under Greg Williams, that's going to be amazing stuff for the
2: Jets. Next question comes in from AJ Tranzano again. He says, how much stock do you put in when it comes out that Donald has a bad practice? I know he said they were installing new plays, so it's expected. At this point, I don't really give it that much thought. I take note of it. But if he has two bad days in a row, would it be a slight concern? I don't think it's that much of a concern unless he's really, really bad, because then that would indicate that he's having trouble with Gase's offense or that he's injured. But unless he's real bad, I'm not super concerned. We've seen what Donald can do, and I'm more concerned with watching him in actual game action, whether that's even the preseason or obviously the regular season, than I care about a few bad practices here and there because we've seen plenty of guys not be great in practice and then turn it up when the game action came.
3: Yeah, I'm not concerned at all, uh, especially, you know, when I saw in the OTA practices, he looked really good, confident, running the practices smoothly as, as can be. And then this this uh, past week, we got to see the Tuesday where they were doing the installs and he was really off. And it wasn't great the next day, but if this happens, it's fine. I'm not concerned at all. If, I, if we see it uh, for a week or two with in training camp and the preseason, then there'll be cause for concern. But I'm I'm not worried at all. Not not what we saw last year. Not what I've seen this off season. Not with the talent around him. I, I'm not concerned about Darnold in the slightest.
4: I it's weird because you want to know, like every off season, typically for the Jets, it's who the hell is going to be the starting quarterback. Um, you know, with back to the years when. Chris knows it well when they were charting passes between Sanchez and Gino to see who was throwing more completions in practice. But, no, I am not worried about Sam Darnold. He's learning a new offense. It's OTAs. Um, if we're looking at week three and he's having terrible games and bad lapses and mistakes and turnovers, sure, that's when I'll be worried. But not in, you know, what, what month are we in? We're in June now where yeah. he's, you know, still learning the offense and it's shorts and T-shirts. And helmets, you know, that that's the stuff where he's learning and he's he's going back and looking at the film to, you know, correct the plays. I mean, there's still some stuff that I'm sure he hasn't even learned in Gates's offense yet. So, you know, not to be concerned about a quarterback in June.
5: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Overtime Podcast Network.
2: Next question comes in from Peter Dillard. He says, gentlemen, I know I keep harping on offensive linemen. Do you think you can update us on how the undrafted offensive linemen have been performing during the minicamps? Do you think any of them have a chance of sticking? Seems like some undrafted linemen go on to have good careers. One example would be the Jets' own Brandon Moore, which is true. And Brandon Moore, by the way, was converted from defensive line to offensive line and did have a very good career as a guard for the Jets. I really can't answer this because I haven't been at practice to watch and really neither can Pauly, so I guess this is a Chris question. Chris, have you seen anything in any of these practices that would indicate that any of these offensive linemen might have a chance to make the team?
3: Not a single thing. Uh, But (laughs) that doesn't mean anything because, again, they're not in pads. They just heard moments on. They're not not really hitting and going full out with the defensive line. There's nothing you can really gauge – the, the only thing to really be able to gauge with the offensive line is if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. If they're, uh, you know, doing their assignment and they're exactly where they are and they have the hands placed in their feet, but I don't know what they're being taught. I don't know what the play calls are. So that's the coaches are judging that stuff and they're judging that stuff mostly when they go and watch the tape. From what we've seen, there is, there is literally nothing that could possibly be done on that field for me to sit there and be like hey this undrafted offensive lineman looks really good in mini camps it's just it's not a possible thing for that i could even say training camp comes they start hitting we start seeing some more then then i could have some more answers for you there but i will say obviously with uh, they have some depth issues here Brent quality is still on this team so if this if there, if any of those guys are going to be good at all they have a shot to make the team. That's for sure.
2: Next question comes in from Ed Valley, the owner of Empire Weather, who, by the way, is going to provide us with weather reports for the pregame reports once the season starts. It's going to be a really fun pregame show that we're putting together involving the injury report with Dr. Steven Stoller. And the weather report with Ed Valley. So, Ed, I'm really excited to delve into that with you. He says, biggest mailbag question I need answered. And you know he means business because he put the word need in all caps. He says, did Robbie Anderson like it when the sun stayed out later when he was golfing? Need the hard-hitting news as always, guys. Thanks for the great work. I'm gonna say probably. I wasn't at the golf, but I would imagine that he would have enjoyed it that the sun stayed out later when he was playing golf. It probably helped his swing a little bit.
3: Robbie always enjoys when the sun stays out later. Uh, he probably would have rather been on on the boat that he was on right before mini camp started. Uh, that that he was he probably <laughs> would have enjoyed that more. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you if you Scott saw his. Uh, golf swing on Instagram or any of that stuff, but uh, it did not help his golf swing. <laughs> I can I can tell you that because it was not good, but Rob, Robbie's one of those dudes, he has fun no matter what he's doing, no matter where he is, he's going to have fun, and he's going to enjoy himself. He, he's, I, I, he is a really hard person to not love because of just how much he just wants to have fun and just uh, be, uh, you know, just, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Man, can I just say that, you know,
4: Robbie Anderson, his offseason, his social media has just been fantastic. Um, you know, I know a lot of people didn't like Robbie when he got in a little bit of trouble and, you know, people overreact all the time. But um, I think Robbie has kind of, you know, changed the narrative a little bit um, in one off offseason. Um, you know, he's just been fun. He's been enjoying life. He's been vibing. Um, I don't know if he had a talk with anyone, but it seems like his mindset is a little different and he's. And he's way more focused. You can hear it in his quotes. Um, I know I love when the sun stays out later. Um, I I appreciate that Robbie feels the same way. And he's just living his best life right now. And, um, you know, I hope that he is a part of this team going forward as a part of the future because obviously he's on the last year of his deal. But, you know, when he signs that new contract, we can all enjoy it while the sun stays out later
1: for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This is the Overtime Podcast
2: Network. This is a series of questions actually from John Flesh. He says, Fellas, let's talk special teams. Who do you think competes for the punt returner and kick returner spots heading into the summer? Who is your favorite to win each job? Do you think the Catman, Chandler Canizero, gets handed the starting job, a kicker, or are the Jets going to look to get him some competition during the summer? Part three, there are some stats floating around that Lachlan Edwards is one of the greatest holders in team history. Are these stats accurate? And if so, would kickers now want to play for the Jets because of his holding wizardry? Should we expect Lachlan to hold out for more money? Also, he (laughs) says, what is the current health status of Marcus May? And will the Jets look to add safety depth due to May's injury history? So let's go one by one because I know Chris and Paulie are never going to remember all of this. And the only reason I will is because I have the questions in front of me. So as far as who will compete for the punt and kick return spots, I think Trenton Cannon will be in the mix. If he's going to stick on this team, that'll be the only way he makes it. I think Greg Dortch also, if he makes this team, it'll be returning kicks or punts. I think Deontay Thompson was signed for a reason. He'll get in the mix. I even think Jamison Crowder, as I said earlier, has a chance to return some punts. So I think those are the guys that are probably in the mix for that job.
3: Yeah, I'd go with Jamison Crowder at uh, punt. Uh, returns, I'd say he's he's got the lead there. Uh, somebody that Gates will trust right off the bat to do it. Uh, I think that definitely a couple of weeks ago I would have said that Dortch uh, is probably might be lined up to take both those jobs. But with the signing Deontay Thompson, you know that he's going to push there. That's pretty much why they signed him and brought him in there. So that it'll, the kick return will probably be between those two guys. I'm with you with. If and Cannon is on this roster, it's probably because of special teams at that point. But I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to either probably be George or Deontay Thompson.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, in regards to the return game, I basically agree with Chris on all aspects. Um, you know, I as much as I think Crowder could be an asset, though, to the specials, I think you want to use him as much on offense as you can and kind of limit his ability to get, you know, injured or nicked up on the punt return. So, uh, Dorch is a guy that I think is very capable of doing it, and I think he'll be battling with somebody like Deontay Thompson, um, you know, for those reps.
2: Next part of the question, will Chandler Cannizzaro be handed the starting kicker job or will the Jets look to upgrade during the summer? I'm going to say that the Jets will, at the very least, bring in some competition. I wouldn't be against bringing Ross Martin back. It seems like they bring him in to compete every offseason and then he ends up losing out. I think Cannizzaro's got to be the early odds-on favorite to win the job, no matter who else they bring in. Seems like they're comfortable with him, but I do think they'll bring in some competition.
3: Well, I mean, he's definitely got to be the favorite to to win the job because he's the only kicker on the roster. You know
2: what I meant, smart guy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So so he's definitely got to be the favorite. Um, I'll say this. If they bring in Ross Martin, uh, I will be picking Ross Martin to make the the roster again, and I will probably lose the uh, roster pool that speed writers have every year again because I I fell for the Ross Martin hype again. Every year, I, I pick him, and he doesn't end up making the team. Uh, but I would probably fall in love with him and uh, have him over as the Catman again. But, yeah, right now, he's he's obviously the guy. He's the only one here. Uh, they're going to bring in somebody for sure at some point for training camp to have an extra leg in there, I would think. But I don't, I don't expect anybody to really beat him out, even though they could definitely use somebody better than him.
4: So I thought it was crazy when they let Jason Myers walk, but then I saw what he got paid, and I don't believe in paying kickers. So I understand why he left, but I don't trust Canon Zaro. I think he's the leader in the clubhouse right now. I think he's likely going to be the kicker come week one. Uh, but we've seen him struggle. I um, mean, he's missed kicks. Um, when he left the Jets to go to Tampa Bay, he said he didn't like the weather in New York, so he decided so- to come back. So I just – I never understood this re-signing of him. Um, I'm hoping they bring in competition. I'm hoping that they find someone better. But right now, he's the leader in the clubhouse. And again, back to my point, he wanted to leave New York because of the weather, and then he came back. So uh, he's not somebody that I really like, per se, but I think he's the guy right now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com.
0: It's
4: my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
4: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Overtime Podcast Network.
2: Next part of the question about Lachlan Edwards being a great holder If the stats are accurate and if this now means that kickers will want to come kick for the Jets and if Lachlan Edwards will hold out for more money... I assume this is tongue-in-cheek because it's Twitter, and you never know for sure, but this is based on the stats that Michael Nania put out because he and I were joking about this, and I think he actually ended up putting out a whole thing about it, how Lachlan Edwards is a legendary holder and how the Jets need not disrespect him when they brought in punting competition, a guy that Gase was familiar with from his days in Miami. I do expect Lachlan Edwards to hold out at some point for the richest contract a punter has ever gotten, and I think that his holding skills will get him that. I assume that he's going to get at least $5 million a year, and I think there's a good chance he gets a signing bonus of $50 million. I also think every kicker in the league is itching to play for the Jets right now because they know what a legend Lachlan is at holding and how much he boosts their numbers. They could come in here for a year Lachlan Edwards holds for them, and then they go get a multi-year deal somewhere else for a ton of money. Either that, or I'm just kidding around, and Lachlan Edwards is just fine as a holder, but Nania was messing around, and this kind of took on a life of its own. One or the other. Yeah, it definitely
3: took on a life in, of its own, and I can tell Nania that it was a topic of conversation during practice among us beat beatwriters. We, we were all getting <laughs> off a bunch of jokes about it during the special teams portion of practice, which is... Incredibly boring, so that's when we really look to get our jokes off amongst each other, and, and we were all trying to jokes about that. It was pretty funny, but yeah, of course, Lachlan had Edward's Hall of Fame uh kick holder, and uh, any kicker would be lucky to kick uh balls that are being held by him. That sounded weird,
4: yeah. Um, Lachlan is great. Um, I, you know, I hope they give him like his own island in, in Australia when he goes back home. And I hope he holds out for the biggest contract ever. And he, in all seriousness, though, he's been great. He, he's he's everybody, you know, we drafted a punter and everybody kind of freaked out, especially because it was later. And I don't know why, because everybody just freaks out. Uh, but he's a great holder. Um, you know, that's hard to find sometimes. Um, he's a great punter, which when we signed Dar, I think it's just for uh, competition. But, uh, you know, for Lachlan. He, he's a solid player and he's actually one of the McCagna draft picks that have worked out in later rounds um, so it's actually nice to see uh, but you know he's he, I'm not big on special teams when it comes to kickers but punters are very important
1: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and
1: groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time
0: no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This is the Overtime Podcast Network.
2: Final part of the question about Marcus May's health and whether or not the Jets are looking for safety depth. I certainly hope so. I thought that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson would have been an interesting pick in the fourth round. He ended up going elsewhere, and there's talk that he's been very good in training camp, so a lot of promise there. But I do think that if there's safety depth that becomes available, the Jets should definitely look into it because they're very thin at the position. It's funny because everybody thinks of it as a major strength, but they forget that Marcus May is no safe bet. To play a significant portion of the season because he's had so many injury problems at this point, and the Jets are relatively thin behind him. So I do think that they'll look for safety depth, and I think they'll bring somebody in at some point.
3: Yeah, as far as Marcus's health, he is a hundred percent healthy right now. He has said it; Gaze has said it. They're just bringing him along slowly. Again, in part because it's uh, they're doing non-contact, but the defense is they, they're doing this thing where anytime. The ball hits the ground. Incomplete pass. A fumble. Anything. All the defensive players go after the ball. They try to pick it up and run it back. And that it's the defensive players that are diving for the ball and like knocking into each other. So they they don't want to have him get caught up in the excitement of that and do something going after it and they get nicked up. So they're they're slow playing it. But he is completely healthy. That doesn't mean that he won't they uh, have another injury later, uh, of course. But right now, he's 100% healthy. They, and Gase has talked about how, how thin they are at cornerback and and safety. He knows it. He's aware of it. Uh, they still have Ronte Jones and Dave Middleton back there. Those are the two guys that have, been, have taken most of the first-team reps with Marcus out during these practices. But they've both had their injury issues as well. And, uh, you know, as great as Rontez is on special teams and against the run he's a limited safety so if you're looking for somebody on this roster already that can possibly be that I would think you'd be looking at Brandon Bryant somebody who was in the supplemental draft last year didn't get picked and then signed uh with the Jets last year McCagnon uh assigned him at that point he didn't play or participate too much last year but he was pretty highly thought of uh Coming out, people thought if he stayed for another year, he would have been drafted in the middle rounds. So maybe he's got a chance to do it. We'll see how that goes along in training camp. But I would definitely expect them to look to address depth there. Probably going to have to wait till training camp cuts, though, for something like that to see who shakes free there. Yeah, I would definitely
4: like to see them improve the depth um, at safety. Going back to your point about um, Chauncey Gardner johnson I can't believe he, he lasted to where he did. I think the Saints got an absolute absolute steal. Um, I watch a lot of Florida games. Uh, one of my really good friends is a Florida fan, so I watch a lot of Chauncey. Um, he was a ball hawk. He made plays constantly. Uh, and he's someone I wanted us to try and, and actually draft. Uh, but with that being said, with what the options are out there, it's very weird to me. A player like Trey Boston can't seem to get a long-term deal with teams. Um, he gets one-year deals and then moves on. Uh, so he is a player I'd actually like to bring in because he's actually a really good player. Um, and and with May's injury history, you never know if you're gonna need a starting level safety. Um we saw when May went down, uh, the play next to Adams did did diminish last year. Um, you know, so you would like to have that that kind of duo stay together and stay healthy, but why not get a guy who can step right in and play solid football like Trey Boston and, and be a solid veteran uh, depth player? Um, you know, because the options are really slim right now that are out there.
2: Next question comes in from Sean Stalker. He says, Scott, congrats on the two-year anniversary of the Best Jets podcast out there. What efforts are being made to secure the handle you truly deserve at play like a jet, which has only one tweet in the past five years. Maybe we can get the very big deal, Chris Nimbley involved, and he can put together some sort of deal like Marcus May got from Le'Veon Bell to give him the number twenty six. Thank you very much, Sean. I really appreciate the kind words. And as you know, you're one of my favorite people on Twitter. You've been incredibly supportive. And if it wasn't for you and people like you, Play Like a Jet wouldn't be a daily podcast right now. So again, thank you so much for the support and the kind words. As far as the Twitter handle, Chris is working on this right now, but I don't know that he's going to be offering him anything close to what Le'Veon Bell gave Marcus May. I think it's possible, though, that he may have offered to rewatch the wire and/or justified with the person that has this handle, and we're waiting to see if there's a counter offer.
3: Yeah, it's, listen, I'm not Le'Veon Bell is not quite as much of a very big deal as I am, but he is a lot richer than I am. <laughs> so, so the bag he can give out is a little bit different than the bag I can give out. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do. If we can work on that for you. Although I, I think that now. I don't know. Maybe I'm just conditioned to it. But the play like a Jet Jet one has a certain ring to it.
2: I think it's kind of gotten to that point because at first it was like, oh, the one. But I think people know the handle at this point. So maybe it's just something I should stick with. Although at play like a Jet would be kind of cool. I will say though, as far as the money Chris, obviously the money does not make the very big deal. The very big deal makes the money. So that's just how it goes. It doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. You were born, cultivated, and turned into a very big deal, and nobody will ever take that away. And Nobody, like Le'Veon Bell, no matter how much money he makes, will ever be as big of a deal as you.
3: Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> Paulie, what do you think about all this?
3: Well, you know me, I I'm
4: a I'm a man of a rebrand and I've always told you I think <laughs> that you do need to rebrand the Twitter a little bit. You know, maybe maybe get a get a, a, an upgraded logo so it fits in there cuz I'm very I'm very meticulous when it comes to like Twitter headers, the headers and the avatars. So yours like makes me twitch because it's not, you know, the direct coordinate so it kind of doesn't fit in the circle and things like that. So I, I do think your Twitter does need a little rebrand. Like you said, the Twitter handle everybody knows, uh, so I think that you can keep that, but but maybe dress it up a little bit. You know, the account itself, and, and that would be a better a better move for you. Stay
3: away from the updating ovals. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That was perfect, the (laughs) updated oval.
2: No Twitter eggs. Yes. And that shall wrap up the weekend mailbag. Gentlemen, thank you so much, of course, the very big deal, Chris Nimbley, Twitter legend, Paulie Rizzaze. Chris, before we go, why don't you let everybody know what you've got going on over at JetsInsider.com.
3: Yeah, uh, JetsInsider.com, you can find our work up there. I'll have uh, some more stuff on uh, all, all the latest breaking news. Uh, so that's at JetsInsider.com. And then you can find me on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider.
2: Paulie, you got anything to promote? Yeah, I
4: mean, obviously, my Twitter account, Twitter legend, that's me. Um, <laughs> at at Paulie, P-A-U-L-I-E underscore B-R-U-Z. Um, you know, I don't really know where we're going uh, with the direction of what's your point i know we've been throwing a few things around but we've got some time before training camp to kind of nail things down um but i'm always going to be contributing here for you on on your podcast i'm doing different things um you know I, I i feel like sometimes less of me is more but you never know i love doing these things so uh i have a blast uh, and i appreciate the time that you guys give me um like i said it, it, it's it's fun content with 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 information. So I'll be around. You can, you can find me wherever you need me. I'll always be there.
2: Can never get enough of Twitter legend, Paulie Brzez. So in your yes. case, more is always more, my friend.
4: <laughs> I appreciate that.
2: Go ahead and follow both Paulie and Chris on Twitter. Read Chris's very big deal work at jetsinsider.com. And for the latest and greatest in New York jets podcast, you know where to go. That's turn on the jets digital and turn on the jets.com